So here I am with her partners in the field, and could I have your name? You, you want also him to be in the interview? Also? Sure. Okay, let him uh, come. Uh, <laughs> now, who am, I, who am I sitting with? <laughs> Please tell me your name. My name is uh, Bernard Mushiri. Bernard Mushiri. Help Server Center. Okay. Yeah. And you are? I'm Charles Kahunja. Uh, marketing facilitator with the use of Help Center. Oh, yeah. so today when I opened the newspaper, I saw something about um, farmers and about small-scale uh, farmers and how Kenya is trying to to encourage small-scale farming. Mm -hmm. Now I heard a little bit from your perspective about what it, what you're doing here and etc. So, tell me about your project and. How vast is it? How many people are involved? Where is it? Uh, okay, well, the, the, the project, uh, um, it's on, uh, we, we, we deal with farmers, small-scale farmers, mm -hmm. uh, with an FLJ college of probably two to five acres. Two to five, okay. Yeah, our, our, our main focus is actually to, to improve business opportunities among these farmers. Uh, uh, through various uh, interventions and maybe more or less technical te te technical support. Technical support. So during this interview, since you're all great at being NGOs and uh, just speak in as common language as possible because people that listen to this podcast have mm. sometimes have no idea mm. what an intervention is or whatever. So. If we can just keep it simple for them, mm -hmm. then it'll be better. Yeah. So, um, so I've got a two-acre farm. How do I? And and what area of Kenya am I in? And in right in, in, in oh in um that you work in? Oh, we work in uh, central Kenya. Central Kenya. The dry part of central Kenya. Ooh, hard area for farming. Yeah. Is it suffering right now from this drought? Yeah, relatively, it's quite dry. It's quite dry. Yeah, but. Uh, most of the most of the farming farming uh, is land fed, but there's a lot of also uh, small projects on irrigation. Okay, so I've got a two-acre farm. I'm living in the central part of Kenya. How do you how do you how do you find me? How do I find you? Well, we've been working there. We have we've been working in the project area for quite some time, more more than ten years. Oh, now. okay. Uh, although our involvement has been brought. We've been uh, uh, engaged in several activities, uh, including agroforestry, soil and water conservation, tree planting, general tree planting uh, activities, uh, women empowerment, group leadership trainings, all those kind of all uh, very many activities. But our focus is now is on business. On business, okay. Try, try to help farmers, farm, farmers or farm, uh, farm holdings to, to operate as uh, business, business entities. So what brings you personally to working with this NGO? It's uh, a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the, okay. But, well, I've been. Uh, well, I, first of all, I got I, I got I got a job through this NGO. Uh, second, their, their 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 focus is on natural resource management, and that is my 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 interest areas. I've been. Uh, I've, uh, I've been Trained, that? trained in biological sciences, but uh, with a with with a bias towards trees 
um, plants. Oh, I'm so. I'm on the same case. I love. I'm a biologist too, and I love trees. <laughs> yeah. So um, on the basis of that training, that and and we deal with plants and we do deal with trees. Like I, I found it uh, very interesting to work for the organization. I've noticed in the last 21 years, there's a serious amount of deforestation in Kenya. That must, uh, with farmers, it you know changes the environment completely. They lose water. Mm. You must be working on that too, huh? Yeah, basically. Well, we in the first of all, our our entry point was actually tree planting. Okay. We have planted a lot of trees. We have not been able to count them, but uh, <laughs> they, 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 there's a lot of estimation of five million trees that have been planted in the project wow. through different uh, means. All different species. Different species uh, using different uh, strategies uh, through through individuals, through group, uh, through institutions, and 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 and, the, and through different agroforestry agro technologies. Okay. Yeah. And, and you also to cover to cover that uh, the deforestation aspect. As an, as an organization, we have uh, been engaged in animal forest products. Okay. So that uh, now the farmers, instead of cutting the trees, they utilize oh. what's crops now from those trees. Yannicka, you were telling me about the, the seeds, for example, yeah. for oil, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now instead of uh, the farmers now thriving on charcoal and timber, yeah. then they can be able to generate uh, income from, uh, from what the products of those trees. Yeah. yeah and in that case, they, they will come deforestation to, to an extent. So you are in marketing and communications? Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. yeah. Marketing. Marketing. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of like me. You have to tell the world about what it is you're doing and bring attention to it. Is it hard in central Kenya? Uh, about the okay. In South Kenya, mostly what 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 ourselves as an organization maybe we deal with is um uh, with the farmers is in the line of uh, oil crops, so things like uh, sunflower, things like um, that's how they keep chestnut, uh, canola, mm -hmm. those seeds. So what we engage with uh, that inside of marketing is to to connect the farmers with them. The private sector. Okay. Okay. By they will provide uh, the the marketing for, for their products. Okay. Yeah. So through a value chain approach and uh, business development services, so we we link. You said that so fast. Did you say value chain? Yeah, value chain. Approach. What does that mean? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a concept. Yes. By in a in a certain industry, there is a a, um, a link between uh, the players, that is, uh, you have the, uh, like the farmers, yeah. then those farmers, they produce their products, then they have where they are selling to. Maybe they are selling to a processor, for example. So then that processor adds the value to that product, and then the, the product sells to, the, to a wholesaler, yes. who now adds some value, this sells to a retailer with a profit. Okay, not so value chain, value chain. Yeah, value chain. Oh, okay, so thank it's you. It's a concept that actually recognizes different players yeah. in an industry or in a production systems, And it recognizes these players are also important to each other. Each of them supports to each other and they are important. Usually there is always a tendency of um, ignoring or, or mm. diminishing the, 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 uh, the role of 
the product the, the producers so that one the, the furniture actually recognizes everybody is a is a crucial player in the industry i like that i love that that's <laughs> like collaboration we're working together there isn't the big boss and the little guy out in the field it's all if without that guy in the field mm. this guy can't have the stuff at market right yeah, so everybody exactly. along the chain is valued yeah. i like it <laughs> so, so that's one of the person then now uh, we train all that the farmers in uh, on, on the business skills so that you now they can learn the uh, farming units not as a, as a routine or as a hobby they make it they learn it as a as a business okay so we train them on how to keep records how to employ the business uh, skills in their farming. Yeah. We're going to be served some great Kenya coffee, are we? <laughs> and somebody's phone's ringing, so would yeah, you like to a... get that? <laughs> and I'll stop for a sec. No, no, no. It's no, it's okay. So, that's great. Thank you. What kind of coffee do we have here? It's Cafe Pelle. I've heard that's good. So I'm going to get some before I go. What's your training? What did you study? Okay, I'm Oh, wow. Yeah. Wonderful. So it's a, it's a training that's helping farmers know the business aspects. Yeah. We were talking to Ben yesterday at VSO, mm -hmm. the executive director, and I was saying, there's going to be a day and it's not going to be far away where we're going to be mm -hmm. coming to Kenya and saying, we need you in Canada. Come and volunteer and help us. <laughs> Not to laugh. There's so many farmers that have abandoned farming mm -hmm. that we actually have lost touch with that. So anyway, Yannicka comes, lands in Nairobi, ends up in your office, uh, and you begin to work together. What kind of assignments has she been really valuable in, and, and how has she supported your organization? Well, she has supported in so many different ways. Of course, she came as an organizational capacity builder. An organizational capacity builder is she can fit in in, 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 in any part. In any part, uh, of course, uh, at, at the governance, the management, and the uh, operation operational levels. So she has well achieved quite a well. She has made some uh, impact, especially at the organizational level. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in terms of uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, coming up with systems, mainly in the, in, in the system, the systems, uh -huh. financial management. She has also been able to uh, develop uh, a website which was not. Oh, you have your website now? Nice. <laughs> well, it wasn't really there. That's yeah. Just yeah, it was not working properly, and then uh, there's a lot of improvement on that. Yes. Uh, she has also developed a PME. Uh, What's that? Participatory uh, monitoring and evaluation uh, tools. Okay. All right. It was there, but it was not working properly. Uh, she has also managed to develop a frontier program. We have. Another frontier program now, an internal one. Oh, I see. Volunteering Kenyans yes. with Kenyans. He is working properly. Okay. Uh, she has also been involved in developing uh, proposals, uh, joint joint proposals. Okay. So, well, quite, um, funding proposals. Yeah, funding proposals. Uh huh. Failures. Of course, we work together as a as a team. So, uh -huh. so she she's involved in uh, she's, she's involved in that.
Hmm. She has also been able to, well, she's been involved in the planning aspect. So we we did a lot of exercises last year. Hmm. We also continue with the, with the, with the, with the planning exercises. So, so she started a year and a half ago almost. She comes, there's the post-election. Is it a year or a year? Almost a year and a <laughs> half, believe it or yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So she comes here, there's the post-election violence. She goes home, she comes back. Did you find that you needed to reassure her more that it was going to be okay? And uh, be, you know, did you did you worry about her when she was gone? Well, well, based on the fact that uh, we we already knew that she wanted to to stay with us. Okay. So we didn't worry so much that she might not be able to come back and finish what she started. Yeah. So we, well, we were not very much worried that she was. She was not even supposed to go in the first place, but uh, due to the institutional policy, yes, institutional policy, she she left. She had to. Our our, our program earlier was not overduly affected by violence. So okay. Because you were in central Kenya, and that was yeah. pretty safe yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Yannicka said she just loved being in the country and uh, being with the people there. Do you get to go there often? Or are you mainly in Nairobi? Personally, what we in the field. So, most of the times. Uh, You're out there? Yeah, 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 out there. So, and, uh, actually, we sit in the same office with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you speak the language of central Kenya? Yeah. You are from that region? Yeah. Are you from that region? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're both from there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can help her along with <laughs> the language? She tried to learn that. I don't know how far she has been. Well, we got some evidence that she at least knows how to say hello. Um, when, you, when you have a new volunteer come from another country, what do you feel are some of the initial challenges that a, a new volunteer, you know, when you have to um, uh, bring them into your group, what are some of the things that you have to be ready with? Mm, I, I think if you have planned properly and you know exactly what to expect and if you have uh, some kind of um, um, focus to acclimatize and plan with them so you get involved together, I don't think there is much a lot of problem. Of course, the the, the, the language barrier is always a, a an issue uh, because, well, if if for example, she, you know, for for Yannicka, she was she, she more more often she's involved at the institution level, yes. trying to 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 improve uh, systems, uh, whether it's management or financial. Uh, but but for others, it might it might be difficult because you have to accompany them every time they go to. And to interact with ah, the community. So but then for her, it, it was not a very huge problem, but uh, of course she wanted to learn uh, the, the local language and that uh, means also that maybe she was disturbing him all the time. <laughs> hey, don't talk in English, talk in the, the local language and this yeah. guy maybe was finding it funny to do that. But, uh, <laughs> but we did That's have still. a lot of... Uh, <laughs> but if you have one that is going to get it, uh, get involved day to day with the community, then you might might have uh, uh, some problem and you might not meet the expectations. Yeah. Because everybody's doing their own, their, their own. You need to do your own things, and this, this volunteer expects also to uh, have that you yeah. some of your time. Yeah. So, yeah. so is this your first? This isn't your first VSO volunteer, is it? 
Oh, this is the first. Oh, okay. Yeah. And did you have volunteers from other organizations? Uh, we've had short-term volunteers uh, previously. Uh, well, um, was it two months? Well, yeah, some, two months, two months. Yeah, two months, three months. Uh, yeah. So, um, how, what's the process for a local NGO? You go and meet with VSO Jitali and and create a relationship and then tell them what it is you want? Mm. Why is it that you wanted to volunteer? Oh, basically to, uh, to fill the gap, the organization that, uh, gap that, that's always there because of the uh, resources, limitation of resources. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we find it, uh, oh, fairly far. if you pick them properly, but uh -huh. then you might have a problem, but, but we find it uh, to be a very valuable exercise. Yeah. In fact, it's even a challenge to get the volunteer with a qualification within a team needs. Yes. Yeah. So, for example, now, like, as maybe we need somebody with uh, business skills. So, it might be a challenge to get uh, such a person. Okay, I'm so volunteering. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> so, you can see the people fill the forms. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fill the forms out. But it's somebody who, like Annika, who has passion to learn many things. Yes. So even if one is not trained maybe in that that she can come and fit uh in what you be she has that she has fitted very well whatever whatever we do. Because uh, anything that maybe if something comes up she's, she has that passion she can be able to research more and uh, even know even better than sometimes mm -hmm. better than kind of an element of flexibility. You yeah. see there are, there are people who say, Hey I came to do I came to do this. Yes. There's no way I can get involved in that. And then uh, you always find that uh, you can you you have frictions. Yes. Because you expect her or him to to help in this, but then she she's rigid that she came to uh, push this button and not the wrong. <laughs> so I think that's often the case with a lot of volunteers is that in the field, as Yannicka pointed out, is that. Sometimes people come with very rigid ideas, rigid structure, rigid lifestyle, and, and you must, when you come here, be flexible. Because things change. Like one day she's working, the next day there's an election. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then she's in Europe, then she's back, and then she's out in the field, and now she's in Nairobi. So it's not only the place of her residence, the new friends she's making, etc. It's a um, if you have something to say to mainly Canadians, though this podcast will go all around the world, what would you like to say about your organization and some of the needs that you might have or some of your successes? Mm. Well, first of all, the, I would say the, the, the organization creates a very uh, innovative and dynamic working environment. Because we, we we also entertain flexibility because because uh, life out there is it it's changing every day. Yes. We have to go by the needs of the community and also this this needs also changes. There 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 are changes related to external environment. There are changes related to internal environment. So so and and these changes require people with 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 the with the necessary experience with the necessary expertise to to actually um, control or manage them. So we, we entertain 
we entertain and we require people with the same kind of mind who are coming to, to support, who are willing to support to, in the management of these changes. So if, you, if there was a Canadian listening to this, uh, to this podcast and they, they had some money and they decided they wanted to support small farmers, which is very, very popular these days, do they contact you directly? Can they do that? Do you have a donor program or fundraising? Yeah, we have, uh, of course, NGOs, it's, a, it's about fundraising. Without fundraising, then you don't, you, exactly. you, you, you cannot exist as an NGO. So we, 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 we will appreciate people who give us support. Whether, whether it's technical expertise or money, that, uh, that we will support in making, in making a difference at the farm level, we will appreciate that. And what are some of the, give me an example of one success that you just sometimes just feel so happy about. Um, an individual or a group of things. So give me one in your marketing experience. Something you just walked home and said, I felt good about that today. Uh, okay. What I can say, the groups that usually work with them, maybe um, mostly the, those that are dealing with the non-wood forest products. Some of them are squatters, others are farmers, very small pieces of, uh, of lard that uh, they cannot make much from, from the, uh, the farming. So we have been able to give them an alternative source of income from the forest. The Keep Chestnut um, is one of the, of the success projects. I love that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can say that we have, we have linked them with, with, a, with a market, with a, with a company that is not expecting uh, a gift not oil. Wow. So and is it good for your health, that oil? Do you know? Is it cooking oil or is it... It's, it's more or less skin. It's, 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 a, it's a health product. Oh, for the skin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. and, and they're making a final product out of that? At the moment, they are, it's, it's a big process as okay. uh, also that's as raw work, the raw cosmetic industry. To the cosmetic industry. Yeah, yeah. Still in the process of uh, doing some research in uh, product development. Oh, okay. Value adding that the oil itself to to help with the sales as as Okay. So so you've actually seen farmers increase their uh, revenue in a year as a result of the work of this organisation. And hence have better food, better. Yeah, they can be able now to to. But okay, if their farms cannot produce enough food for to feed their family, they can be able to get the extra income they are generating from the forest resources. They can be able to buy food for their family, school, uh, schooling their kids. Schooling, yes. And uh, yeah. affects the whole family. Yeah, it's affecting the whole household. Wow! So you've seen that personally. And are they and, and and do they enjoy working with you when you go out in the field? Very much. Yeah, and you them, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Looking at the smile on your face, I can tell. <laughs> and in you, how long have you been working at this NGO? Well, I think ten years. Ten. Yeah, we said that in the beginning, right? <laughs> ten years. So in ten years, give me one thing that you did the same. Walked home and said, "I had a good day." 
I, I think one of the things that I've seen, and, and I think it's more or less, uh, we can link that to our intervention, is, is the change of attitude in terms of natural resources. We have seen people appreciating the natural resources. We have oh. seen people actually, uh, I mean, just saying we, we are not going to cut that tree because it has a certain value. Environmental value. So we, that 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 is the show we have, have seen in the, in so many different ways, and that's why he is, we, we are linking those resources to 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 other ways of, ways of utilization, other other way of actually uh, supporting the, the, these people's livelihoods. That's why actually that's why we came to to, to 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 do that when we see people actually appreciating these resources, and we we wanted to do some 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 uh, linkages with this resources to either income and the markets. You know, Canada's a big country, people in big cities, small places, all over the place. But one of the challenges of the First Nations community is very similar to what you're talking about. So I'm sure that again in the future that uh, we'll be uh, grabbing you to come and work with us <laughs> in Canada and Yannicka to come there as well because she knows what's going on here. So you know, in the end, I call it my Star Trek thing, is that we're all on this ship together. Mm. And I think the world's beginning to realize that, that South to South volunteers and South to North volunteers, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. we've all got the similar problems around the world. And I just uh, can't thank you enough for making mm. a difference in Central Kenya. Um, and. Uh, Saving some of those fabulous trees that I've mm. seen around, and and uh, having Yannicka here yeah. and hosting us, she seems so happy. Yeah, it doesn't look like she wants to leave Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, okay, maybe this this interview might, might not be complete without mentioning the issue about diesel. About what? About diesel. Oh, biodiesel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, please. Because we were more or less, and and it's this is this is also linked to. Uh, it's an endeavor of trying to look for alternative uh, way of utilizing natural resources okay. from from existing, especially existing uh, plant population, uh, because we were we are the we were the pioneer in terms of producing plant diesel in Kenya. Wow! For as a with a commercial element, because I think we were the first one to actually sell plant diesel commercially in the, in the really? country, and plant diesel was not actually coming from. And land, it was coming from these natural resources. Wow. So, where are they getting the biodiesel from? What What's the base of it? Is it cattle? Is it what is it? No. Plant it's, matter. It's plants. Uh, through Through the studies, we we do a lot of studies uh, in relation to the, the, the plant resources. Okay. We discovered that uh, some of these trees have seeds yes. that that have oil properties. So we we extract oil from from these seeds, and these seeds actually come from farmers. We, the seeds are bought from the from the farmers or forest adjacent communities, and they are actually through uh, a series a series of well Process. processing involving mm -hmm. the simple technology, we are able to come up with the biodiesel. Wow! Which is sold. I saw when I came in some newspaper articles yeah. about that. Yeah. Maybe I could grab one if there was a copy of one and take that with me and uh, uh, scan it and so that yeah, we that have it. We have uh, we can, we can give you a soft copy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think I brought one. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you so much and I hope that uh, we'll 
keep on getting new VSO volunteers with you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great day and happy happy 2009. <laughs> Thank you.